Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 142, A Moon Age Daydream. Hello and welcome to the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster. We are putting out fire with gasoline tonight with Brother Bishki. I am a DJ. I am what I play. We got Brother Lucas in the back. Ground control to Matt's movie LodgeCast. And for the first time ever, ever, Oh, a yeah. very special guest. This is a Bowie freak, Ooh. I've been told. Yes. His name is Brother Mark. Welcome, Mark. Woo. Turn back, listeners, before it's too late. Oh, my God. Welcome to the LodgeCast. How is this How is this the first time we've had you on? That's that's wild. I'm, I appreciate the, the door was always open. This is the and time. I'm though. glad. Yeah. yeah this no, is the I, time. I've been, we've been waiting for the perfect moment. Yeah. Yes. Mm, I can't uh, do a, you know, Dinesh D'Souza. <laughs> no, no. So I can't uh, do it. So uh, it's all on you. I'm, I'm, I'm here for this one. And we're sure. eyeing the Hulk Hogan biopic. But Ooh. I, we kind of don't think that's going to ever happen. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. but when David Bowie documentary dropped at Khan, I was like, we got to get yes. Mark. We got to bring him in. And oh, uh, and here we are. The Very movie punk. is called Moon Age Daydream, and it is from the director of The Kid Stays in the Picture yep. and Kurt Cobain montage of Heck. Yeah, mm. rock doc documentarian. So with, with found footage materials. Other than the trailer, I don't really know about what we're getting into here. I don't know how they're constructing this. Brother Mark, have you been like... Following this, I have no idea. I haven't okay, even seen good. the trailer. Oh, oh going in oh, blind. Okay, going in oh, You're the blind. control subject. So instead of speculating on what we're about to see, let's take a little trip back, shall we? All the way. Let's mm. go all the way back to the womb. Bowie origins, <laughs> brother Mark. What's your Bowie origin story? When did you first come in contact? Oh, this is good. Well, you know, I probably came what as a fan. Yes. Or as a I fan or just, no, just, um, just as a cognizant probably, entity. Yeah, probably through the weird, you know, the 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 uh Trent Reznor and the kind of the nineties weird. Really? Yeah, coming into it. Well, like, oh, here's classic rock, you know, that I was into, I guess. But, but then as really, a, you weren't toddling around to let's dance? No. I mean, you know, um some of those old songs like Suffragette City, you know, would just be on classic rock radio. Sure. But But you God, weren't like, who is that? No, I got totally into it through kind of weirdly 90s Bowie, but then got into, you know, Changes changes 1 and, sure. and stuff like that. And sure. That kind of opened the floodgates once you get the greatest hits. Right. There's always a time when you go back and you're like, oh, shit, this, yeah. is, this is the base of what became. So, yeah, you were into, like, I'm Afraid of Americans and shit like, like that. Earthling. 
Earthling. Mm. Yeah. Outside. I'm, yeah. Outside. Earth out, industrial. Outside's actually my favorite Bowie outside, album. Outside. Yes, of course. And I've heard talk to people and they're like, oh, his worst album? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, pretty sure it's not tonight. <laughs> didn't say tonight. I said outside. It's yeah. not an anagram. Yeah. Tonight, tonight. But tonight's got its. Got its yeah, uh, and that Beach Boys cover. Time. It's got its pluses. The Beach too. Boys cover is really bad on tonight. Just briefly, I do wonder how in depth we're going to go into this movie about all of his albums. Like, are we going to go on the Glass Spider tour? Or like, are we are we going to skip over a swath of the eighties, or are we going to? Let's not speculate. Let's keep talking Bowie. <laughs> okay. It, because, because, yeah, brother Bishki, what is your history? My bro, brother John, uh, brother Bishki. Well, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> who, who cares? John Bishki is his name. There you go. Name him. And oh, yeah. he, uh, doxing him. He, he had a he had a two disc. Bowie greatest hits that I yes. got into in high school, and I was like immediately, I was like, "This is my guy." I was like, "This is, this is what I've been waiting for all my life." <laughs> right. And then in college, Seth, brother Seth, and I got got much deeper into him. Yes. And then college is the is the time. Yeah, that's when you get all the albums on Napster, and you just have everything <laughs> at your fingertips. And as uh, our parents did on ye old Napster. Yes, and. Uh, and then I have a little origin story with my with my buddy Mark in the back. Oh shit! Mm. Is that uh, Halloween Day 2011? Interesting. I wouldn't I know that. this man Mark necessarily <laughs> if it wasn't for Mr. David Bowie. Oh, because wow. brother Whoa. brother Seth was dressed as Jareth, the Goblin King, <laughs> in 2011, and we were at um, where's pants? Where's Brass- pants stuffed, or did he not need that? He, he was he was, he was well endowed. Costume. He was well endowed, and he, <laughs> he was we were at, screen accurate. We were at Brass Monk. <laughs> We were at Brass Monkey Karaoke. R.I.P. Brass Monkey? Or is that still no, around? No, it's still around. And, uh, <laughs> oh, thank God. And uh, I hope it is. They burned it down the after pa- we met, the, you know? The pandemic took and, a lot. And Mark was there. in uh, uh, a wrestling costume, uh, Lucha. Uh, I was Sin Cara, who was a wrestler in a mask. And so I had a mask on. So, nice. so he talked to Seth for well, maybe, an, I don't know how long. Probably an hour or two yeah. with a mask on. I was on. off. Yeah, and 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 we were like, we got to hang out with this guy. Like, yeah, yeah. This guy is into everything. And you were dressed as a Point Break character. I, I was think. dressed as Bodie from Point Break. <laughs> yeah, uh, in my in my Ronald Reagan mask. Those heady days of 2011. Yeah, oh. and um, and so that that's that's history. And it's been 11 years later, and and here we are. That's great. Just, Mark does have that him. effect on people. When I met Mark, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh man, this guy. It's like we, it's <laughs> this like, guy's swimming in all the right and channels. And then we would run into each other at Prince shows, like Prince, not planned. Ween, mm. any show that C- was, Chromeo, Chromeo, any show Birds that's worth going to. Yeah, we're yeah. like, oh, we, we just shrug each other. It's like, no surprise, so you're we were, here. We were no bound surprise. to meet. We were bound to meet. But but yeah, yeah. We, that's the night we met. That's and, great. And Bowie connected us. A fisherman through. always sees another fisherman from afar. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Lucas, sweet Lucas, Bowie Origins. Yeah, this is a perfect segue, actually, because it was Brother Seth dressed as Jareth, the Goblin King from Jim Henson's Labyrinth, correct? Yeah, yeah. Because that is my first impression of David Bowie. Yes. As a child, my single mother, we were living in LA, took me to the original Winnetka Six Screen Drive In Cinema in oh, Chatsworth whoa. on At like Prairie drive-in. Avenue. And it was massive. Like it's like a, it's like over 2,000 cars could park there on any given weekend night. And we went to see Labyrinth and it 
blew my mind. You're like doing like some dance magic dancing. Seeing that for the wow. first time at a drive-in, like with it coming through the speakers all tinny and probably not <laughs> as great as like a regular cinema house. But at that age, you can fill in the blanks. You can fill in the bass. Yeah. You know, was, your imagination is so strong. It was pretty special. So I eventually knew that after that movie, he was a musician because one of my family friends who was like a teenager in high school who was older than me had like a David Bowie calendar in her bedroom oh. where every month was like a different era of Bowie. And, oh, that's great. And that's that a great was kind of like my baseline to look at and go, okay, this, this person is very special. Like they're, they're taking this like cabaret act and like throwing it in with like Bob Dylan and stones, whatever. It's like this whole hodgepodge mishmash of styles everything which is crazy yeah it's just astounding that's great the chameleon well my origin story is that my parents maybe had like 40 lps didn't really play a lot of music around the house but they had these albums that i would just look at you know i would just shuffle through them i'd stare at them and they had one david bowie album <laughs> one <laughs> and it was low Low. And it has a great cover, very striking cover. And I was like, Mom, what is this? What is David Bowie? And she's like, "Uh, uh, maybe don't listen to that one. It's so weird. It's too (laughs) weird. So I took my mom's advice. You know, I was young and I was like, okay, I can't listen to that. It's too weird. So then flash forward to 1986, Labyrinth just blew my face off. And I was like, holy shit, I want to be Jareth, the Goblin King. So then I was like, who is this guy? And then I remembered Low, And I went back to it and it blew my mind. And that became my my little intro into his world and you what a, like elementary school you're listening to low what oh yes what a <laughs> weird on-ramp what yeah, a strange yeah. on, and my uncle who was kind of also you know dictating my musical taste a little bit he gave me like some early prints and he introduced me to Kraftwerk and nina hagen and he's like oh yeah low that's the one you're, you're that you're on the right track yeah so that's in the deep end though. Like, <laughs> so yeah. I went from the deep end to to the shallow end. And I'm like, so by the time I got to like his 80s stuff, I'm like, oh, this isn't this isn't quite as deep. Oh, it's still good. But it's still good, you know. But Modern I, Love is still good. Modern Love is still good, but you know, I I had that kind of more experimental base. Yeah. So we, we got a lot of love for Bowie in this edge tonight. And I am going to take some edibles to go on this trip. It is an IMAX experience. Already ahead of you, I took 30 milligrams, which I think is the right dose. (laughs) 40 puts me to sleep. I was going to ask you. Going to stay awake for this. I was going to ask LT, the alchemist, how many milligrams was right for this particular picture. 30 might be a little much for me because... Oh shit! You it know? feels like the, what we're going to experience is going to feel like a fever dream, like you're stoned, even if you are sober. But I have like, to make sense coming out of it, you know. Like I have to say, "Welcome back." True. <laughs> true. <laughs> so, I think I'm going to take twenty and see where that gets me. Yeah, you that's know? good. That's true. standard. It's two hours fifteen. I think. It'll, oh shit! It'll mm. hit right during the Berlin period, <laughs> and uh, right during the heroin period. Yeah, right. where he's like only drinking milk and eating red. 
bell peppers and yeah. drugs. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of cocaine and <laughs> oh on man the, on the IMAX screen. Yeah, uh, I'm so glad this is gonna be IMAX. IMAX and it's discount yeah. night, folks. Discount night. Discount night. Oh, who is gonna who is gonna be in there tonight? Yeah, bunch I of saw freaks. some people leaving with Bowie wearing Bowie shirts. Oh, nice. that's bunch great. of freaks. I don't man. think they were seeing Fletch. I saw a cool <laughs> I saw a cool meme of someone coming out of Moon Age Daydream and they were like showing their heart monitor and their heart like rate spiked <laughs> during the Whoa. show oh, or whatever is sitting in place, not moving. That's great. Well, can we, can we, can we, can we make any requests? Yeah. What do you want? Well, I thought long and hard about this. I think heading <laughs> yeah. into the theater, yes. I'll have one for the end, but having heading into the theater, I think scary monsters would, would jam All really right. hard right now. All scary right. monsters and super creeps. Yes. So let's, let's, let's get that going right now. Boom. Done. And uh, let's get in there. Woo! Get a get a get a few drinks. Get get some get some corn syrup. Get some edibles. <laughs> get this. some uh, get some popcorn. Yeah, and, 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 and get in the IMAX. It's Bowie time, y'all. Love and light. Love and light. Helmets on. Let's do this. Beamed back down to earth, boys. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Burbank's different after midnight. Burbank hits Burbank's different. different. <laughs> At 1 a.m. At 1 a.m. it hits extra different. What a just kind of a creepy town it becomes. Yeah. <laughs> the town that dreaded sundown. Yes. It's just in this parking ramp, too. It's just anybody that's still here is up to no good, including yeah. us. I, I, my, if my catalytic converter is still around, <laughs> oh, no. I'll be surprised. God, I hope it's on there tight. Yeah. We'll see. Warlocks shield, out and about. My shield worked. I ran into a couple of warlocks in the lobby, some old Bowie heads. Got into a fantastic discussion with them about the differences between Mellow Yellow and Mountain Dew. Oh. They were very curious about, because I don't know why, I've just been getting some Mellow Yellow at the theater lately. It's just a very <laughs> nostalgic taste. And they noticed, they saw me right away, came <laughs> over. It was a man and a woman, husband and wife, I think. And they were just like, what is Mellow Yellow? And... I had some things to say, but yeah, anyway, you're, you're like fans the, of the song. You're like the David Bowie of the soda fountain. <laughs> yes, constantly changing different variations of mellow yellow zero mixing <laughs> yes. flavors. All right, let's get to it, y'all. What's that shop? Rottentomatoes.com. Moon Age Daydream, a cinematic odyssey exploring Bowie's creative, spiritual, and musical journey. 
From the visionary mind of Brett Morgan, Moon Age Daydream features captivating, <laughs> never-before-seen footage and performances spanning Bowie's 54-year career. The film includes 40 exclusively remastered Bowie songs and is the first film ever sanctioned by the Bowie estate oh, wow. with local access to the artist's archives, period. There it is. Wow. Mm. I'd say that's an accurate description. Mm -hmm. That covers the plot, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys notice the shot of Bowie in this movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to say the whoever the uh, Topaz AI upscaling uh <laughs> software got 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 their money worth. Oh yeah. my god. I mean, this is both an editor's wet dream <laughs> and driest nightmare. Yeah. It's a 2 hour and 15 minute montage. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh You thought Kurt Cobain had a montage of heck. We got no talking heads interviews. None. Yeah. It's just Bowie's voice yes. pretty much. There's a few other a little Dick Cavett sprinkled here and there. A little, <laughs> little inter few interviews here and there, but otherwise it's it's Bowie guiding you through his life. It's uh, like soaking in Bowie. Yeah. You yeah. just soak. Yeah. I took 20 milligrams as I foretold and I don't know how you guys Managed without it. Yeah. No, it's a trip movie. <laughs> Holy and, shit. It seems kind of redundant though. I don't know. No, it. it's it takes you deeper. Like I uh, I hit the perfect high. During Berlin? Berlin! Oh, yes. no. Right when he got to Berlin, I yeah. was just my tears streaming down my face. The footage yeah. looks so good, I wanted to live in it. Yeah. In yeah. that studio when he's got the leather on, like, come on. Brian Eno's just sneaking around. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That was perfect. Yeah. Um, so I want you guys to at least have experienced some sort of ping, some sort of heart rate ping like that. No, know? no. The footage was absolutely gorgeous. From uh, the opening, the sound was deafening. Like, and the it sound really, was it really sound deafening. Was it really felt like I was yeah. at a David Bowie concert, and I'd yeah. never been to a David Bowie concert. And I could I could just, it's like transcended the, the theater experience. Yeah, my it's, ears would be ringing. It's pretty good to see that bad D.A. Pennybaker footage. <laughs> From like the old, old movie that's like kind of grainy and in your, it's like loud and in your face. And you're like, whoa, it's what, is, remastered. what is going on? And then he peeks in the side from the 90s like, hey, oh, oh. <laughs> and you're like, oh, what's OK? He's gone. OK. He's gone now. Now, that is probably our main focus tonight is talking about how this is constructed. There's a sequential spine. Uh -huh. That's a curvy spine. If you know the spine. If you know the spine. <laughs> if you don't know the spine, you are <laughs> you're lost. If, you, if your eye spies yeah. the if, spine. If all you know is Rebel Rebel and Heroes <laughs> and Let's Dance. Oh my God. And you come to this movie thinking you're going to get a little jukebox musical. <laughs> no. Like, no. No. If no, you're no, a no. casual fan, there are two, count them, two shots of Jareth the Goblin King in yeah, this film. Yeah. And they are probably... Less than a second each. Yeah. You know yeah. what's crazy? That's when like the 30 milligrams of my edibles was like really hitting me hard. Because I, I closed my eyes for a second and when I opened them up, I saw Jareth for like a flash and I was like, oh my well, God, yeah. we're in the 80s. Like, we're yeah. really and it's in the, in the section where they're talking about like, is it really good to be popular? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the, the, the Bowie caveat. estate must very, not very smile upon it. Well, no, they do. He, that was his but he, take on that era. It was kind of his take on, yeah, by the end of the 80s, he was kind of done with I, I it. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall when Jim Henson called or faxed David Bowie and was like, I want you to do this movie. It's called Labyrinth. It's like 
Pride and Prejudice meets The Wizard of Oz, <laughs> where you get to play both Mr. Darcy and the wizard with like a splash of vampire trying to seduce a child by kidnapping her younger baby brother. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. Did, did you ask Jagger first? <laughs> right. No? Okay, I'm in. That's his only question. Yeah. And no dancing in the streets at all. At all. Yeah. At all. No, no. The they showed his, cut is too a deep. shot of his Pepsi commercial with Tina Turner. Yeah. Oh, sarcastically. They showed it sarcastically. Sarcastic Pepsi. Yeah. I thought they were going to just ease right into dancing in the street. We get a nice IMAX freeze frame on those two little bottoms shaking. Yeah, yeah. In the dance, there was a dance montage and they didn't put that in there either. We'll return to the 80s yeah but let's start back in the way back a lot of space motif a mm-hmm. lot of S- visual graphics of space a lot of just meditative space with some bowie waxing on about this and that a lot of public domain footage public. of metropolis <laughs> so yeah, much metropolis, metropolis guys. is apparently cheap that's why it's the heaven and hell for the editor because the editor wants to throw in all of this stuff all of this stuff to create this crazy quilt of inspiration mm-hmm. but it just is the footage it do they have the footage i think for the most part yes but not the problem is like with most rock docs as the person gets more famous the footage gets better it gets yeah, more yeah. and more and more and yeah. cooler and weirder like the 90s they must have just incredible footage of bowie but we we really fly through that era. But in the early goings of this film, you get a lot of that Buffalo Spiders from Mars gig. Yeah, the the, the Penny Baker documentary. You're there yeah. for a while. If you're a casual Bowie fan, you're gone by then. Mm-hmm. You're, you're like, what, what am I doing? What am I doing here? What is this? But it develops. It snowballs. They use less and less <laughs> Metropolis. And you get just this Bowie imagery that doesn't stick to the timeline necessarily. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't stick to it remotely. So what did you guys think about that? Like, were you craving something a little more linear? Or were you just like, this is the ride? Like, how could they fucking ever do something linear? Yeah, because I mean, the Velvet Underground documentary last year was like, this was even more accessible than this somehow. Like, right. It was like, it had did have interviews and and some things but this one was very experimental but then i'm like what do you want like do you and what would bowie have yeah. wanted and what would bowie want yeah like bowie would probably masturbate to this shit yeah yeah i mean it's just so much of his ideas and his him talking and he's fascinating in every interview yeah yeah so like you can't take your eyes off him at, at any point Brother Mark, what were some yeah. of your... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I think you guys nailed it. I mean, a talking head... Look, it's not a talking heads documentary. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, but... Hey. Wrong no, but, artist. But uh, you, it wouldn't work. I mean, I'd be like, he, he did these things in the studio. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Dave, it, Dave there Grohl, was a, Grohl's yeah, talking Dave, about him for some reason. We did see Dave Grohl for half a second, too, drumming on Hello Space Boy from That's 1997 oh. Madison Square Garden. But anyways... <laughs> Yeah, you. What, what are you gonna say? Like, uh, you know, and I've seen. You know, we we're, we're big Prince marks. You know, sure. and 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 he he loved to even show like Alicia Keys rave about himself right. bef- before a concert. And you're watching right. a documentary of Talking Heads saying how great the artist is. That doesn't. We don't. That doesn't. We don't make need it that as, tonight. 
you yeah. know, and so he's already explaining, you know, just just from his own VO, like, oh, I moved here and then I moved here and then I right. moved here is kind of the he's only... He's been interviewed enough that you can patch it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's perfect because you don't want to hear anyone else do VO on this. <laughs> no, I mean, you don't. Except Iman. Except, yeah, maybe Iman. And, Iggy, I, and Iggy Pop. I was afraid that yeah, they, they were yeah. going to do some AI Bowie voice. And make him say some shit. I was really, really, yeah. really worried about that. I'm a Republican now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, make America great again. <laughs> yeah. January 6th was, there was no crime I saw visible. <laughs> oh, good. It's good they didn't that's, do that. That's, that's good coming. they didn't do That's coming, though. Sometimes, though, I just wanted to live in one era for a minute. You know, like I, I found myself, especially I'm biased towards the late seventies stuff. Like they flew through some shit, you yeah, know? I mean, this, well, let's talk about the sound design. Cause it's, there's no clean, like we talked about with the Elvis movie, but even though that was a narrative, there's no clean version of any song here. There's like, it's right. all yeah. kind Warping of around. warbled and mixed oh, together and coming in and sound effects repeated. On top too. Yeah. 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 Blast you. And, uh, um, there is a lot of performance footage though. So yeah, yeah. But we're getting, yeah, we're getting live versions. So it's not the toe tapping like that, that the elder people. Yeah. But I, some of those live versions, you know, we've heard before and they sounded so much better now. So I don't know, if it just you know insane remastering like a, like the the video but yeah yeah it yeah. worked speaking of toe tapping those uh soda jerk old bowie heads were sitting right behind us oh were they and that woman was <laughs> tapping her toe i could always oh. tell when there was an era that she really liked cuz not only would she be tapping her toe she'd say something like oh i love this part i love <laughs> this song what was her favorite her favorite by far was Let's Dance. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you oh. know. Deep, deep cut. <laughs> Real deep. Wow. I was expecting. No, I, heard, I heard them talking after the movie and they were like, he wasn't very happy with being a star. You're a big rock star. Why don't you like cheer? Like, you know, that's the kind of. <laughs> I yeah. bet that they wouldn't have had that section at all, except, oh, it's really important, you know. So yeah. let's present it with a caveat. Yes, because, exactly. Yeah. That's how he eventually presented it. Cause like he stopped playing everything from the eighties. Right. And then eventually right. was like, ah, I don't need to skip from Andy Warhol, <laughs> the song to, uh, you know, earthling stuff. Right. I, I've got a catalog, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it does take a little of the fun away from his eighties period when they are basically saying he's sucking at this point. Yeah. But I mean, they did, too, <laughs> too much smartly because he's talking and he's saying, "Well, wh what's wrong with that?" Exactly. And then they're saying, "Well, what about this?" And then, but yeah, he's contradicting himself because the interviews are years apart. It's, it's, right. Yeah. And, but to my delight, they did show the glass spider. Y'all, you need to look up the glass spider tour. <laughs> Please do it. It's hilarious. He gives a spoken intro about what the glass spider is. And they show the giant ass spider that he has on stage mm -hmm. and all these people in fucking day glow workout gear. Like yeah. <laughs> American gladiators vibe. Oh, that was yes. great. Yes. Yeah. Absolute American gladiators vibe. <laughs> Nitro on bass. And <laughs> there could have been more joy in the whole 80s section. That's true. Again, again, folks, I can't stress this enough. Two count of two shots of Jarrett, the Goblin King. Yeah. And. It is not enough. There is a thirst. There is joy in the Bowie 80s. Come like, on. 
Yeah, even Tin Machine. Tin Machine oh, was no what I was going to bring love. up next. Yeah, yeah, everybody needs to look up Tin uh, Machine. We did see Reeves Cabrels, but only for about three seconds total. They moved so quickly through the Tin Machine era. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they covered it. But. Tin Machine <laughs> is his is uh, Bowie's side project from 1989. He wanted to do. He wanted to make a Pixies uh, band. Yes, Basically. and that's what he tried to do. It's Tin Machine really, I listened to in high school, and I was like, hmm, this is strange and not good. But <laughs> it's just, and I've tried to listen to brunch. it with wiser ears, I guess. Yeah. It's still tough, y'all. It's rough. But it's fun. It's funny. Yeah. We spent so long in the 70s, and then we've torched through the 80s. 90s is just Iman. Like mm-hmm. that's that kind of defines the '90s for him in this film. I was drifting in and out of consciousness during that too. <laughs> well, which, and that was tough. That's when the movie tries to wake you up at the turn of the century with this really aggressive. Like they're adding sound effects to like really try to pump up Bowie's you know turn of the century industrial stuff, mm-hmm. and. The editing goes absolutely bonkers. The whole theater is just rumbling. <laughs> and I I turn over and I'm already saying this as I'm turning. I'm like, this part's called Wake Up, Lucas. I, and I, I, I was awake. I heard that. I turned, but your eyes were closed. So I don't know how you're They were slits. They were like half half open, half mass. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the return of the sleepyhead. This kid, I don't know when you were awake, when you were asleep. How you could sleep? How could you sleep through this? It was one a.m. How could you be asleep? It was no. It was it was being bombarded. Like I truly felt like I was taking artillery. Like it was just so much. Well, sometimes there's footage of artillery fire, brimstone. Yeah, there was actual like machine guns on the soundtrack, various points, Um, and at, at a certain point. It was like straight fatigue where I should right. I should have had a soda, but I didn't get a soda because I didn't want to like be you, all jazzed you up. You could have like, had some of my mellow yellow zero. I know. And so, yeah, like like I want to say an hour and 45, hour 50, like like right before the two hour mark, I started like I was on the ropes, but then I, I rallied for the final <laughs> like 15 minutes. Yeah. I had no clue where we were. I couldn't tell. Time yeah. was getting really warped in it. I mean, he tells you at the beginning that time was, is not to be trusted. <laughs> when he said turn of the century, I was really worried we were going to go into like a heathen reality hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we didn't next, touch on any of that. Next, None of it. Next day, Black That's, Star, like. I assume there'd be a long Black Star section. Same. To like Same. be kind That's of like, hey, to leave, leave you bummed. Here's the here's the uh, here's the bummer off ramp. But yeah, I'm, like, oh, but he knew, but you didn't know. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. But but I'm glad the album lives. I'm credits. glad there wasn't because I watched the Sparks documentary last oh, year. Oh yeah, that's too too and thorough. That, and that goes like, like way into like their 2000s stuff. And I'm just like, I don't too need thorough. this. I don't need this. So the, yeah. The cool thing about this movie is that. Again, because there's no talking heads, there's not even any on-screen chirons to tell you where you are or what's yeah. going on. There's like one or two quotes in the middle, and you're like, "Whoa, that took me out of it." But I like had to read s- for a second. But you see Brian Eno, and there's no yeah. no one no one utters his name. No. So, but what's cool about that also the composer of the Windows 95 startup sound is that 
Is that true? Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. great. That's he a, just got even that's cooler. That's from his discography. <laughs> he just got even cooler in my book. But anyway, the cool thing about this movie's vagueness is that like mid-70s, he is cocaine. Oh, yes. It's unnerving. He is cocaine. And yeah, you can yeah. see it. His teeth are like corn. Like and just yellow. <laughs> when he gets to LA, it's just all this paranoia. It's a bad like, acid yeah. trip. It's crazy. It, it makes the, you never want to live in Los Angeles. That's the cracked actor documentary, which I need to watch again he's but. slurping down two percent milk at the back <laughs> yeah, of a limo well and that like it's not soul train but it's some like era yeah interview that's notorious yes. later yeah. he's like oh no <laughs> yeah. you know like five years later he's like what yeah. you heard that it's like, oh, that was why are we switch- driving in the desert <laughs> i better switch to heroin yes no, he basically doesn't remember filming the man who wasn't there but he, he was oh no that footage oh, no. they used that footage though from the movie a the lot. man who fell to earth yeah and, man it looked better than i've ever seen it looks, it. it looks great yeah. and it looked like a movie from yesterday they leaned on man who fell to earth very hard but yeah. my point is he is cocaine <laughs> But they don't mention it. They mm, just let yeah. you see that he is hopped up on goofball. Hopped up on fucking space balls. <laughs> yeah. And similarly, they don't talk about his death. There's just some sort of like ritual going on. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of space shit flying at you. And then it's over. <laughs> so it's like you get that he died, obviously. And that, you know, he's talking about wanting to be reincarnated. You can put your own pieces together. You don't need to hear a montage of like, David Bowie has contracted cancer. You know, you don't need that. No, yeah. Whereas, you know, I'm struggling with some of the vagaries. Some of them were delightful. I don't need him to say I was really strung out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or like an inner Iggy Pop interview and it was just like, yeah, we were just in (laughs) (laughs) We were in different mind space. Yeah, no. Daring each other to do more. We didn't we didn't need any of that. So I liked that restraint a lot in a movie where there's no restraint. Yeah. It, it seems like anybody involved in the movie could be like, hey, can I just put this layer of video over this part? And they'd be like, absolutely, and yeah. triple it. No, it's produced, written, directed, edited by this Brett Morgan. And he was just like, yeah, do do we'll do whatever we want. <laughs> Neon's releasing it. We don't have to make money. Iman is nice. She's going to approve it. Iman liked what I did previously, so let's do this. <laughs> I did see the kid stays in the picture in the theater. That's the oh, last hell time. Yeah. I, that's wow. the last time I saw. Wow, epic! And so uh, it was similar in that. Remember that movie? They, what was the first one I saw? They messed with the two D photos yes. to do this mm. fake three D thing, which is like super common now. Which was interesting. They did not do that within this at all. No, they didn't. Because I guess now that's like old. It's old fashioned now. Yeah. Yeah. That means so we're old. <laughs> so it's interesting though. Like Twenty years. Ago. You know when they're talking about his paintings and then they just show it with no. No. No effects, no even panning. Straight up. That's when it becomes like a college lecture. It's just like yeah. flipping through <laughs> slides. But that's very history. smart where they're just like, look, we're not going to add crazy effects because right. we're talking about this specifically, this art. Not, right. Not that art, you know. So That's true. It was uh, That was interestingly done, I thought. That was nice. Uh, all of the crowd footage, like there's some great faces out there. Some oh, really crisp early 80s Bowie freak faces. Yeah. And the 70s Bowie freaks were great too. Yeah. They're just harder to see because the quality is a little dimmer. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Beatlemania vibe. Yeah. Right. If if you want to see just like, I would love to see a super cut of just like interesting crowd 
like not too wide, like pretty close. Mm-hmm. Like I want, I want to really live with some of these people for a yeah, second. Like you a know? serious Moonlight and '83 tour, like so, you, oh yeah, incredible pe- faces you see of people then, and their face just tells a whole story. Yeah, I love it. I love that shit. Anything else that stands out from the fucking visual well, sound a, bath? There we was just a took? ton of footage in um, as an Asian country, maybe where they shot Mary oh, yeah. Mary Christmas, Mister Lawrence. Yeah, so that that was maybe overused. I thought. Well, like, they repeated a bunch of the shots. Yeah, like, like what you, are you doing? It's like yeah, you got that was weird. So was like much footage of second. Bowie. Like and so much, and you see to him going with. down this fucking neon elevator, and like he, five he's times. going down. The, he goes down this escalator, like over yeah, and over, and you're just, and you're just kind of like, it's like the blue jean era or something. It's some footage from some yeah. sort of long form. Well, let's dance. He he looked exactly like that too. Yeah, there was also yeah a lot of footage from that movie where he's like in Vietnam or Cambodia. Yeah, or that's something. Merry Christmas, oh, Merry Christmas, Mister Lawrence. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we get we get. Way more of the hunger than we do of Jareth. Yeah, you need to put Jareth in. I don't care. I don't care if Bowie dismissed Jareth or what not. You have to put you Jareth in. You have to. Yeah. Release the Jareth cut. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go with them Bowie bones. Brother Mark, are you you're familiar with the bone system? I'm I'm fully aware. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I've heard the show. Okay. Oh, excellent. I mean, we're out of five, right? <laughs> yeah, we're out of four. Four, four is the tops, and Fishkey's never given it. And a wolf is Wait, like he's never given four. I've no. never given four. Uh, well, no, technically never given four. Technically, okay. no. He gave it to Jaws when we saw Jaws and IMAX. But that's, but that's a reissue. Not, yeah, that that's not real. That's not real. That's oh, not yeah. real bones. Um, but you can go down to Woof. Woof is no bones. Yes. Right, right. I've heard of many Woofs. So, Brother Bishke, why don't you kick it off? Oh, me kick it off. Okay. Yeah. I'm first to bone. You're first to bone, dude. First to bone. First to bone. Bowie in IMAX. Like, <laughs> what's not love, sort of. I mean... <laughs> Uh, That's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> like it was just joyous seeing the the footage. Yes, and uh, seeing Bowie and hearing Bowie, and it was experimental and for Bowie fans. I don't think it's going to make any new Bowie fans. Probably not. Um, because it's there's too fractured. There's well, there's way too many hits that are just left out. Like there's so many great songs that could have been included. And so I guess that's kind of a criticism. One um, of our favorites, DJ, was heavily featured. Well, thankfully, oh, yeah. 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 DJ and Ashes to Ashes. So there was a lot of a lot of good music, but there were songs that I was craving that weren't in it. <laughs> and then down in the underground. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. No like Buddha a, of suburbia. No Buddha of suburbia. I was like, what the actually, hell? There actually, might have been Segway music using that. Um, so I retract that. <laughs> Yeah. Retracted. No, like I am a big fan of David Bowie's 1967 psychedelic album, self-titled David Bowie. There, there was go. no tracks from that, no coverage of that. Yikes. No, but uh, anyway, so <laughs> I had a good time. I think it could have been a little more accessible and a little more joyous, especially in the 80s period, mm. because everyone likes a different era of Bowie. That's like, right. and and p- some people like all the eras. You know, Mark's a big fan of the 90s Bowie. Yeah, he is. Some people are huge <laughs> heathen fans, probably. Well, There's probably sure. some huge fans of Lazarus. They're out there. And uh, Labyrinth. And <laughs> Labyrinth. 
<laughs> so it's like oh, you yeah. got to kind of be joyous throughout because I think Bowie basically was, even if he was kind of like he you know, said it himself in the movie. I'm pretty much keen on all things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, sometimes the film takes a kind of a negative view of the fans, but I think he was pretty into the fans usually. But anyway, for the most part, I had a great time. The music was deafening, and yeah, I loved it. Uh, and it was beautiful to see <clears throat> some of this footage I'd never seen before. So I'm I'm pretty high on this. I'm I'm very high on David Bowie always. So I'm giving it three bones. Three bones. And, uh, and <laughs> it's it's <laughs> for a movie covering David Bowie. It's pretty damn good. Like a conventional biopic is probably coming someday. And I dread oh, that day. There was one made already, but they didn't get the rights. Well, to yeah, music, they, they, so. they they keep pumping out these ones where they don't get the rights and they're crappy. Is it going to be Chalamet? I don't know who's going to I think it's it. out. I think it came out like years ago. No, well, but the, the next one. Oh. Well, the official estate one where they actually use the music is going to come eventually. The uh, Bohemian Rhapsody one. Yeah. That's why he wouldn't He wouldn't let Velvet Goldmine <laughs> use any of the music. Right. Like, no, I'm doing my own. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> but yeah, three bones. Three bones from Brother Bishke. We're going to take it back to the sleepyhead from what you saw. I'm from awake. What, from what you witnessed. I'm awake. What are we doing here? Uh, yeah, when... Um, I found out David Bowie passed away. I was uh, in bed with my girlfriend at the time in Hollywood. And it must have been like January 2016, probably like 11 or 12 at night, pretty late. And I was up still. We were both up. And I was just checking my phone like one last time. Uh, and I saw like the the notification and I just jumped. I leapt out of bed like in shock. Uh, which was unusual because I didn't have any real deep affinity for Bowie. Like it was just, uh, I just knew he was like sick, but I didn't know how sick or, you know, it was just like, I, I thought maybe someday I'd see him in concert, but now right. that, that was never going to happen. And oh, I missed that opportunity forever. That sucks when you realize that. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of hurt. And uh, seeing this movie tonight it really felt like, an immersive interactive eulogy because yeah, yeah, yeah so loud yeah. and the mix was so well modulated like the way the crowd like carried through the speakers it kind of felt like you were really there like my body was just getting transported and you spend so much time with Bowie's voice and his image and you know the editing is so frenetic like it it's it's like subliminally like sending you so many Bowie signals that's so <laughs> right. fast that you can't even process or file them away. You know, you're just getting it's like an onslaught, like a deluge, a geyser of Bowie, a fire hose, <laughs> yeah, like right in your face, point blank. And <laughs> I was digging it absolutely. Like I, I remember, I was just stunned for those first like five or ten minutes. Yeah, and then I just started kind of involuntarily like giggling or laughing because it was just so fucking crazy. From like stunned to the, stoned. The, the high dynamic, you know, uh, like re restored image. Yeah, it was just it's just crazy the technology now. Like how how it just feels like we're watching you know like a hologram or something. Like we're there. Yeah. And especially when you get the shots of the crowd and stuff. And it's just like, it feels like you're in Dante's Inferno, like in this, one of the seven like layers of hell. You know, everyone's just moaning Rock and roll hell. withering in agony. And you can't tell if it's like a face of ecstasy or pain and torment, you know? Like it's yes. just surreal. Like it's so surreal. I've never really gotten a taste of that on such a visceral level. On such an IMAX level. That being said, uh -oh. I, I wish, I wish, I wish it was like not as long as it is because yeah, at a certain point, 
I got fatigued. You know, the gummies started taking over. They were like, come away with us, Lucas. We have enough to dream about with now. You know, like your coffers are full. Your dream coffers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but it, it it moved me, you know, in more ways than one. So I, I definitely think this is something all people, all my friends and family should see in oh, the wow. theater. So I'm going to give it three and a half bones. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. what? Whoa. <laughs> wow. As a huge Bowie fan, I got out boned. <laughs> you got out boned. Out boned. By the sleepy head, by oh. the moon age daydreamer. That's great. All right. I needed some milligrams. Let's Damn. Let, it, let us not talk out of it. That's no. three and a half. <laughs> wow. Whew. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I what do you got? Do that. What do you got for us? Uh, I'm gonna go with five. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I know I can't, can't break the. Uh, um, wait, am I supposed to? I can't follow that. That was a really like well thought out like entire th- thesis. You know here. what you're thinking about. Uh, yeah. Well, as a as another editor, yes. I was uh, very impressed with just the sheer amount of going through. They clearly wanted to find interview footage yes. and voiceover footage that didn't sound like it would be put in a documentary. Right. Or that it was from an EPK. Nothing was promotional. <laughs> right, you right. Know, nothing. That's a good point. Which is great. That's what you don't want. That's what, like the opposite of, uh, Spike Lee made a documentary about the bad. Yeah. Michael Jackson's bad. Bad at 25 or 20. Yeah, you know. And um, it talks to Martin Scorsese because he filmed uh, the music video. Yeah. And uh, talks to Justin Bieber. I don't. He's. A, I don't know. <laughs> he's a singer. I don't yes. know how that's related. Um, this is like the opposite because it didn't talk to either of those guys. And uh, <laughs> should have talked to Bieber. <laughs> yeah. We just should've. a little Bieber interview. Give us insight on Black Star <laughs> and Gaga. But yeah, and just the first, you know, that first opening of the Hello Space Boy, Pet Shop Boys remix, mm-hmm. blasting you with, because uh, that music video, there's kind of a music video for it that's like found footage like that. Right. And this is kind of using it, but then even more over the top and it actually looks good. And then um, you get more Space Boy later. Yeah. And that's kind of the bookends. <laughs> that's kind of the bookends to wake you back up. Um, that's right. Well, I'm going to, that doesn't answer the question of, uh, I'm going to go with three Three bones. Three bones. Didn't want to top out. Three and a half is pretty good, though. Hothead's still the top boner. (laughs) All right. So we got three, three, three and a half. Listen, the gummies, I don't do the gummies that often. But tonight, God, when he he got to Berlin, it was so right. Mm -hmm. They hit so right tonight. And just the large format was key. I don't think I would have had as wondrous of a ride on a smaller screen. Like, I love that my entire field of vision was full. I also think it's too long. I think there are some sections where I'm like, this seems like additional content that you would release with the Blu-ray. But I also get that, you know, if you pull one string out, you might not get the full emotional ride that was so lovingly crafted obviously like this feels hand fucking made Mm -hmm. and i really appreciate that so (sighs) i need a more jareth i gotta go three (laughs) three bones try to see it as big and as loud as you can that is my suggestion boys it is 1 30 in the morning in burbank 
We need to go home and have Moon Age dream night dreams. Night dreams. <laughs> night dreams. <laughs> Brother Mark. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, appearing. I'm glad I could finally be in the physical space at the lodge oh, with great. all my brothers. It's I'm, great. I'm glad Jareth brought us together even if, he didn't, <laughs> even if he didn't appear much on screen tonight. <laughs> he didn't need to. He Jareth need is to. within all of us. Yeah. Uh, some exit music. Oh, yeah, Spishki, what do you need? Okay, um, so this is probably the credits I want to roll over my life. It's, okay. called, it's called Speed of Life. It's on Yes. The, it's on low. Yes, it is. It's an <laughs> instrumental track that, that Lodgemaster apparently listened to when he was six years old. I fucking old. love it. Nice. Yeah, Speed of Life is a great uh, going out song, so, uh, you know, hit him with it. Speed of Life, love and light, y'all. Love and light. Love and light. like Pride and Prejudice meets The Wizard of Oz where you get to play both Mr. Darcy and the wizard with like a splash of vampire trying to seduce a child by kidnapping her younger baby brother. And he's like, all right, I'll do it.